This is Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and pride of the Jaguars, Fred Taylor, bring you highlights and analysis from today's game. Jaguars Post Game is brought to you by Baptist Health, Farah and Farah, and by Everbank. Now, to get things started, here's J.P. Shadrick. Welcome in. It's Jaguars Post Game presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today. Official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Final score at the bank. Jaguars 34, Titans 14. The Jaguars improved to a record of 7-3. and three. The Titans fall to 3-7. and seven. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor, Bucky Brooks standing by down the hallway. He'll have some special guests coming up, including head coach Doug Peterson. But from start to finish today, Fred... Dominant performance, just what the doctor ordered for this Jags team. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, yeah, that's what we wanted to see. These guys come straight out the gate. They took a lead. They didn't look back. Uh, and I still like to see them run the ball better. You know, obviously, I won't be critical in that department. But the defense, man, the defense has led this team the entire year. Uh, I don't know if they're overachieving or the offense just – well, they're, they're not matching expectations that were put on them in the offseason, but – I think the defense is doing a really good job of carrying them, and hopefully at some point they'll pick up their own bags and, and, and join, the, join the fun. But until then, um, got to enjoy this one. Yeah, I didn't really care what the score was today, but that's the way you treat a bad team. And let's not make any mistake about it. Tennessee is a bad team, and doesn't yep. that feel great to say, right? I mean, seriously, <laughs> though, they, they physically – Beat up Will Levis, I thought, in the first half, uh, Fred. And, I, you know, maybe lost their focus a little bit late after they gave up the the one score. I think the defense wanted to pitch that shutout. And if you didn't have that uh, penalty called uh, for roughing, they might have, right? Because that extended the drive and Levis hit that touchdown. But uh, overall, you know, just to get back in the win column and to have that massive game now that you can look forward to against the Texans next week uh, feels great. It's funny to say that, right? Someone asked me before the game, if I thought these guys cared more about the Titans teams than we did. You know, he included himself as a fan because he had to endure, you know, the 99 and so forth up until this point. And I, I said, I don't know. Most of these guys probably weren't even born for the most part. But they played today like they had a chip on their shoulder and they understand the whole, uh, the entire uh, rivalry part of it all. But the Titans aren't the Titans that they used to be. And hopefully that's a good thing, but the Texans are. And as you alluded to, Mike, uh, it's going to be a, a, a cool matchup to see there next weekend in Houston. And I think they're a much better team than they were, uh, what was that, week four? Week, week three. Week three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so uh, I, I know. It's, it's good ch- I mean, <laughs> they, well, good I, they are. <laughs> I believe they are. C.J. Stroud is probably the most confident player in the NFL right now, and he's playing lights out. Uh, but even regardless of that, I, I think Jacksonville has to, you know, control themselves. They just have to believe that they can – get up for those type of matchups and make it happen when it's time. You said some of these players might not have been born yet. Trevor Lawrence was born in October of 1999. And today, in this football game, Trevor Lawrence put together four total touchdowns, the first Jaguar ever to have two passing and two rushing scores, uh, 17 yards rushing on five carries, but 24 of 32, 262 through the air, and two touchdown passes and you know what? There was a lot of heat on him this week, too, uh, mm-hmm. about having to play better overall. What did you think of Trevor's performance? <laughs> Excuse me. I thought he did great. You know, he put, uh, he put it on his shoulders a week ago. He, he said he has to play better. He came out, you know, accepted uh, his role as a leader. I think he uh, just put it all on the line from an accountability standpoint. 
Uh, and that's what you want to see from your franchise quarterback. You know, take the heat. You know, don't feel that pressure. Get out there, back it up. You know, Trevor backed it up. He did an amazing job in the air with his feet, with his legs. Uh, I thought he had some pretty good decision-making out there. Um, he was pretty accurate, you know, uh, throughout the course of the game. And he led his team to a much-needed victory. Just wrapped up with the media. He will head Bucky's direction. We'll have that conversation in just a couple of moments. The Jaguars outgaining the Titans today, 389 to 235. The Titans held to only 92 rushing yards. Derrick Henry had 38 of those on 10 carries today, and uh, that set up the Jags' defense for success against Will Levis, who finished 13 of 17 passing, 158 and two touchdowns, one of those to a defensive lineman late in the game. And uh, the Jaguars' offense, uh, very, very strong today in terms of finishing possessions with points. At one point, they had five straight possessions with points. They had to punt. That punt return was fumbled to give them the ball again. They scored a touchdown on that possession. So counting officially as two separate possessions, but essentially six consecutive possessions, the Jaguars scored points in this football game with a punt early and turnover on downs at the end. So the Jags bounce back with a huge win today over division rival Final score, 34-14. Let's head down to the Everbank Vault where Bucky Brooks is standing by with head coach Doug Peterson. Hey, Coach, uh, last week we sat here, you talked about urgency. You want to see more urgency from the team to start. Did you feel like you got that from that performance today? I did. I did. Um, you know, I felt like the defense did a nice job going, you know, going out there and, and, and doing what they needed to do early in the football game, you know, creating some stops. You know, offense, we were close on that first drive and, and um, you know, we were able to get three points, you know, early in the football game there in the first quarter. And then it just sort of took off from there. You know, I, I'm just proud of the guys, the, the way they um, responded to themselves, you know, because it was disappointing last Sunday, you know, sitting here. And um, they understand that, you know. Um, and and it's, it's, it's things that, you know, you hope you never have to go through them a lot during the course of a year, but when you do, you know, uh, it can flip a switch and it can it can turn some things around. I thought today was probably one of the cleaner games that we've played as a team uh, in all three phases. So uh, maybe maybe uh, maybe some things are beginning to, to to click just a little bit. It's funny you you talk about that. I heard Nick Saban say never waste a failure, and sometimes guys are more attentive after loss, even though we don't like being around losses. Maybe there was something to they could hear your voice this week as opposed to previous weeks when they kind of feel like they got it. Yeah, you know, and, and, and I'm a big believer too. Like even after losses last week, you don't you don't start coming in and yelling and screaming and, you know, changing schedules. And, you know, you just got to stick to your process, right, and just kind of get back to the basics a little bit and fundamentals and back to teaching as coaches. And, and listen, we had a nice run. We had, mm -hmm. had five games there where we took a break and then, it might have been a firestorm. We 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 caught a, a red hot San Francisco team yeah. at the time, and so, um, you know. But it was good to see our guys today respond to all of that, and and really, just stick to our guns, stick to our process, you know. Um, do the little things a little bit better. I thought we played faster today, uh, which was good to see. Uh, but it's a it's a credit to to how they prepared during the week. You know, and one of the things on offense I've heard you talk about in the past is players, not plays. And today it was apparent that the top players touch the ball enough to make enough plays. What goes into that when you have so many guys that are, are worthy of touching the ball? How do you kind of set the pecking order? What dictates that? Yeah, you know, it starts with the quarterback, number one. And, and you know, he knew after last week that he had to play better. He, he kind of owned that, which I'm proud of him for doing that. And, and um, you know, he practiced extremely well this week. And 
So it starts with him, and and then and then you know we got to figure out ways to get thirteen and seventeen, right? Christian and Evan going, and then you know Calvin's the next guy, and then TJ. And so as we game plan, uh, we we look for ways to get these guys the football. Getting Zay back, I think, was a big help for us today. I think that's the reason why Calvin, you know, freed up a little bit. You know, um, like we've been saying for the last you know five yeah. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it, it's just there's only one football. Obviously, um, I thought the offensive line, the run game, we kind of we kind of got yeah. some things going in the run game, which kind of helped our play action pass there in the third yeah. quarter uh, a little bit. And you know, um, you just kind of feed the hot hand, and and, and that's the, another thing we've talked about too. Is there's a lot of unselfish ball players. You know, the bottom line is they want to win. Doesn't matter who gets the ball, they just want to win. And and today it was a little bit of Calvin. Christian got some yep. some had some big catches. Evan. You know, did his part there too. TJ got his. Evan got a, you know Christian or uh, Zay got a few. I mean, it just kind of everybody had a piece of it. You know, and um, it's just a credit to the guys for how they worked this past week. So I know it's a week to week league, but how do you build from the momentum created in this game to get into a, a, a divisional game next week against the Texans? How do you kind of build the momentum? I don't think we got to build too much. <laughs> you know, let's just go back a couple weeks ago to what this team did to us here in the last two years. Here. Yeah. You know, and, and we haven't played our best football against them. And, and um, uh, this team is playing. I don't know what they did today, but this team is playing. So they won. They ended up winning. Okay, so, so they're, I think it's a one game they're like four or five-game win streak now, too. You know, and they're red hot, and, and they're playing well. Their quarterback's lights out right now. So, you know, it's going to have to take that same type of discipline um, this week in practice, the attention to detail. And we got to go on the road. It's going to be loud. It's a division opponent. Um and we got to try to find a way to win. Well, those games are the fun games. The big games are the ones that really, really get everyone excited. So it should be fun to watch this go out and perform next weekend. Yep. Looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. That's head coach Doug Peterson. Uh, yes, uh, much different feeling today for the Jaguars and a win over the uh, Tennessee Titans 34-14. Yeah, they had the urgency today, Fred. They, had, uh, they came back to work this week, got everything. They didn't change a whole lot of process. They weren't ripping the paint off the walls and doing everything. Just get back to work and get back to basics. Yeah, that's what Doug said, got back to basic basic fundamentals. Sometimes if you simplify, uh, simplify things, JP, you can allow guys an opportunity to play faster. You know, unlike, you know, pre- preparing for a team as complex as the Niners uh, a week ago, yeah. you know, you can kind of overthink it and, and then you couple that with, you know, coming out flat, no sense of urgency, coming off of, you know, a 10-day uh, vacation, uh, and then all to get blown out. You would think these guys would wake up, and they, I think they were able to go out there and play fast. They played smart. They had a lot of things covered, uh, created that pressure up front, kind of ter- uh, got after Got to get that word out. They got after the young quarterback, and uh, they made the plays that were needed to be made uh, happen. And they ended up getting a victory. Yeah, yeah I think uh, what Doug Peterson said about playing clean is very true, right? Didn't turn the ball over today. Only had four penalties for a total of 29 yards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's about as good as you're going to get in the National Football League. But, you know, it just goes to show you what you can do. if you just Even if you just get the three points when you get down to the red zone, they stack up over the course of time. They had so many – trips down there today and uh, they were able to get points out of them instead of squandering them and uh, you know what a difference a week makes yeah jaguars uh, coming in were one of the least penalized teams overall in the nfl i think second least 
and or actually the fewest, I believe. But they were also like one of the top false start teams, just mental mistakes on offense. Yeah. Bringing you back five yards. I think they had 15 false starts and 40-something penalties coming in. It wasn't much of that today. It was a clean effort. Yeah, they needed that. And I remember uh, some of those false starts coming from the receiver position. That's right. Which is solely a no-no. But this is an extreme luxury when you can call as many run plays you know, as the other team has total plays, uh, Jacksonville had 36 runs, whereas the Titans had 38 total plays. Right. So that's an extreme luxury, and I think they went out there and uh, took full advantage of the, you know, lopsidedness in those play calls that they actually created for themselves. All right, plenty ahead. We will uh, return in just a moment with the defensive play of the game. Plenty more ahead after a Jaguars victory over the Tennessee Titans, 34-14. And it is Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor from the Hyundai Studios. PRI Productions, the official event production company of the Jaguars, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com. Final score, Jags 34, Titans 14. The Jags are now 7-3, and and they're set up next week to go down to Houston to face the Texans, who did win today. So they're a game back and a big ball game in the AFC South next week. Time now for the Kingfish Pest Control defensive play of the game. And it actually came on special teams from the long snapper, Ross Matisic. Logan's punt, good punt. Guerrero fulfilled it at the 21-yard line. He's got a little bit of running room. They're going to tag. The ball came out. The ball came out at the end of the play. The Jags have it. The ball came out, and the Jags have it at the 35-yard line of the Tennessee Titans. Ross Matisic forced the fumble and recovered the fumble, the first of either one of those in his now four-year NFL career. At Baylor, he was the long snapper and a reserve linebacker the final few years as well. So he had some time there for the Baylor Bears. But it's his first career forced fumble and recovery, and it's now his fourth tackle of the season on special teams. So Ross Matisic, even on special teams, the Kingfish Pest Control defensive play of the game. Let the pros tackle the pest in your home by going to kingfishpest.com. That's kingfishpest.com. Dot com And, Fred, that's after earlier in the game when they knocked his helmet off after a point-after touchdown and, and the, the little scrum, uh, scrum happened. Well, he got him back with a forced fumble. Yeah, make plays, baby. Hey, if uh, Joe Zelenka, if you're out there, you never did that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's good to see those guys get in on a mix. That's what it's all about. They all go out there. You know, uh, I want to say they practice hard, but then I might not be being honest. I don't know if I've ever seen a long oh, wow. snapper practice hard. Well, he's definitely a big part of the uh, of, of, of team success because he got to snap the ball. He controls the ball. Uh, but to, get, to go down there and hustle and make a big play, cause a turnover, recover it, yeah, shout out to him. And like you said, might make his career in terms of like an individual play. Obviously, Jackson won the Super Bowl. That's the biggest thing in his career. But, you know, how he doesn't make that many tackles, so he's not going to force many fumbles and certainly not recover – that many, so uh, good for Ross Madison. He goes and fires the football at the back wall yeah, after the play, not, too. And, yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm going to show him some love. He already gets my network player of the game. Oh, oh wow. You know, you, it's between Boy, you two right. now. Okay. Up, That's a little bit away. <laughs> I know. We gave I, know I know. There, I know. JP. That's a I'm teaser. A sense of urgency. Fred is putting his vote in early. All right. Yeah. We'll get to that coming yeah. up in just a little bit. Jaguars <laughs> get it done today. 34-14 over the Tennessee Titans. We're back with a look at the final stats in this one. 
Jags improved to 7-3 with a win at home in its Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network. Jaguars fans, Everbank is building its future on the partnership and the performance you know and trust. Take advantage of high-yield savings solutions with Money Market, online savings, CDs, and more. Visit everbank.com slash jaguars today for your financial advantage. Everbank, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Facing cancer takes a lot. A lot of determination, strength, and support. And you'll get it all at Baptist MD Anderson Cancer Center. Determination from world-renowned doctors, giving you specialized treatment with cutting-edge technology and research. Strength and support from a dedicated team, caring for you completely during and after treatment. Don't face cancer with anything less than the team at Baptist MD Anderson. Appointments available at BaptistMDAnderson.com. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's 2.7-liter high-output turbo engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power, whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends. Thanks! This is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And most importantly, this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. As the official supermarket of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Publix is helping fans gear up for game day with the limited-time Jaguar sub. Piled high with hot deli chicken tenders, boar's head bacon, cheddar cheese, coleslaw, and barbecue mayonnaise on a white sub roll. The Jaguar sub is an easy, delicious meal for any fan. Make it an ultimate game day by ordering the Jaguar sub online for in-store pickup. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC continues. J.P. Shadrick with Mike Dempsey and pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor from the Hyundai Studios after a Jaguars win 34-14. I think this team flushed last week. That was the the word that, uh, you know, we flushed it and moved forward. You heard that in the locker room all week long, but uh, I think it's fair to say they certainly did that today against the Tennessee Titans. And now the Jags are poised for the big matchup next week in Houston against the Texans. Let's take a look at the Everbank final stats in uh, this football game today. And the Jacksonville Jaguars outgained the Tennessee Titans today, totaled 389 to 235. Rushing yardage, 128 to 92 in favor of the Jags. Passing net yardage, 261 for Jacksonville, 143 for Tennessee. First downs, Jags doubled up the Titans today on total first downs, 24 to 12. The Jaguars were 4 of 12 on third down, Tennessee 2 of 7. Uh, penalties 7 for 66 yards against the Titans, only 4 for 29 against the Jags. Two turnovers, both against Tennessee, and time of possession. Jaguars held the ball for 36 minutes, 26 seconds, a lot of that second half as well. The Jaguars are, are now with a record of 7-3 and three after a solid all-around performance and, and arguably their best all-around performance this season. Uh, certainly one of them. Uh, Trevor Lawrence on the day, 262 yards, 24-32 passing, two touchdowns, was not intercepted, only sacked once, a quarterback rating of 119.5, and that goes along with two rushing TDs as well. Will Levis on the other side only threw it 17 times, completed 13 of those for a couple of touchdowns, 158 yards, and 
because of the formula, he ends up with a quarterback rating of 143.8 today. <laughs> um, okay, sure. Uh, that's fine. Uh, the leading rushers for Tennessee, both with 38 <laughs> yards, took Derrick Henry 10 carries to get those 38. Chris Moore had one carry for 38 yards on a reverse. Uh, Travis Etienne led the way for the Jets, 14 for 52 on the ground. Uh, Tank Bigsby chipping in nine for 21. Dearness Johnson getting some run as well, seven for 20. So, Spreading the wealth around a little bit there. Calvin Ridley, big game for him. Seven catches, 103 yards with those two receiving touchdowns. Really the only guy with big numbers in the Jaguar receiving court today. DeAndre Hopkins caught four for 59 and a touchdown on the other side. And Jeffrey Simmons, the defensive tackle who played in the backfield a couple of times today, snuck out and caught that late TD as well. Defensively for the Jags, Devin Lloyd led the way with 11 total tackles, five of those solo, so a rare game when Foyer Aluakin is not your leading tackler, but Foyer, one of four players, along with Andre Sisco, Trayvon Walker, and Josh Allen, to post a half sack on the day. Yeah, pretty good day overall. And uh, Fred, Calvin Ridley, it's his 14th career 100-yard game, the third mm-hmm. of this season. He scored a couple of touchdowns today. First time he's been in the end zone since Wembley Stadium, London, back in, what, week four. And, hey, maybe this is the start of something for him to – build a few things in a row here and really catch his stride after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I thought he did an outstanding job, uh, you know, with the catch in the end zone and back of the end zone, toe-tap, concentration catch. They got him involved in the run game with the reverse. Yes, they did. thought that was a pretty good reverse there. And then the, the other touchdown, I think, was a, a 20-yarder or so. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC, J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor from the Hyundai Studios. After a Jaguars victory over the Tennessee Titans, 34-14. The Jags now 7-3, still first place in the AFC South. They'll face the second place Houston Texans down at NRG Stadium in Houston next Sunday, the weekend after Thanksgiving. And time now for the injury report presented by Baptist Health and the Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute, the official sports medicine provider of the Jacksonville Jaguars and Hey, good news from the Jaguars today, at least during the game. Nothing uh, really major popped out. Nobody, uh, there were no status updates or anything that uh, I remember. So that's a good sign. Now going into the game, Tyson Campbell with a hamstring issue was out. Of course, Jamal Agnew is on IR now. Parker Washington was up today uh, again and available for punt returns. Uh, Devon Hamilton missed the game. Let's see, you know, is it? Seemed like it was just let's give him a week, and then you need him for a lot of stretch run games coming up. Uh, no real setback, don't believe at least with his back injury. But remember, he missed a lot of time earlier this season, Fred, and you're going to need that kind of size, that kind of guy in the middle of your defensive line down the stretch. Oh yeah, this is the time of the year teams want to try to uh, <clears throat> run the ball, or either you have to stop the run and be stout on that side of the ball, especially when you have to go on the road or places where the weather gets, you know, pretty bad, cold and frigid. Uh, so whatever time he needs, hopefully he gets back so he can come back full speed. Same with Tyson. Yeah. Um, Monteric Brown was in there today, was around the ball a good bit again, it felt like, mm-hmm. making some tackles and, and open space and things, Fred, and the young guy's playing pretty well. Yeah, it goes back to the more you can do. You know, again, just talking about Madison, just, just practicing and getting your reps and getting opportunities when they present themselves throughout the course of games. Uh, and the more you get out there and you rep it in practice, then you get an opportunity to get in the game, get an opportunity to build your confidence and, and, and get more opportunities where coaches will call your number a bit more. So it's about taking advantage, you know, when those opportunities present themselves, making some plays, putting it on tape, 
and uh, hopefully getting more and more chances. Yeah, uh, look, I thought Monteric played solid. Uh, he did get lost a little bit on that deep completion. I think it was to Chris yeah. Moore, if I'm not mistaken. Early, but yeah. other than that, you know, um, these young guys have been forced into action a little bit this year. And we're talking about, you know, what the Shea Townsend's done with those defensive backs in the pregame. Uh, Fred has been pretty impressive because Tyson's missed a lot of time now. Darius mm -hmm. Williams having arguably the best year of his career uh, so far, so he's getting a lot out of those guys. Right, nah, and and you have to give your uh, tip your hats to uh, uh, Deshay, a former player. He understands it. He gets it. I spoke with Tyson earlier in the week. Just wanted to give him a couple words of encouragement because I know how those hamstrings injury hamstring injuries are. Uh, one minute you feel great and you think you can go, and as soon as you burst or explode it pops again or strains itself again. So I told him just be patient. Try not to get frustrated. Uh, and when you come back, it'll be perfect timing. Let those other guys that are out there do their thing, uh, build their tape, you know, uh, collectively. And uh, when, they, when Tyson does return, it's just better for the team. It's just more depth, more confidence from, from the coach to rotation. They can plug and play. But you're right about that. You got want them to come back when it's 100 percent because you yeah. know that that's one of the ones that, it, as we've already seen once, it, it can get reaggravated very easily, and that you don't want that to linger into the postseason, which is where we hope the Jags are headed. Because practice is never the same speed as game speed. Mm -hmm. Even though you return from a hamstring and you feel like you can get out there and explode and do things, when you're in the game, it's just everything is firing is quick and fast twitch. And boom, it's 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 out again, and you're hurt again. So he has to take his time, whatever that is. Take your time, and when you're a hundred percent return, then. And you've known him for a long time, uh, Fred. Obviously, from from down in South Florida, and yeah. you know what kind of competitor he is. So he wants to be out there to help the team. There's no doubt about that. I love listening to his uh, mindset about the game and playing corner and how he's improved over the last mm -hmm. couple years, especially with balls down the field. Like he just continues to get better and better. And that that fight to be on the field is real for him. He just wants to be. Yeah, out there. he he wants to be the best. And I can tell you, he has a friendly competition with one of his childhood buddies, his high school buddy, and uh, uh, Patrick Sertan Jr. You know, they have like this friendly uh, uh, competition with each other. Who's gonna be the best or have the best career? And I've been knowing Tyson his entire life. Uh, I had hoped he grew up to be a running back because <laughs> that's where it started. <laughs> But somehow he transitioned to be cornerback, and he does an amazing job. But, yeah, I wanted to just reach out to him and just to say, you know, keep your head up. You know, the team is doing good. No need to rush back. Your opportunities will present themselves when it's time. But just, just get your treatment. Stay patient. Stay prayed up. And uh, when it's time to get back out there, you'll, you'll return just in time. Hey, Tyson, as your financial advisor, you made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta, ultimately, you got to get a, a lot more money a down the line. Amen to that. Right, yes, brother? indeed. Yes, indeed. Boy. Oh, oh yeah. 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 The truth. If I could do it again, I'd be free safety. There you or at go. least in my head, I would be. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We're back in a moment. We'll take a look ahead to the Houston Texans. What a game that should be next week down in Houston. For the Jaguars, who get it done today against the Titans, 34-14. It's Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and Fred Taylor from the Hyundai Studios. The 50-50 raffle presented by Duval Motor Company. Total jackpot today, Fred, $44,886. The uh, split prize, the uh, winner will receive 
$443 today. The winning number, 534-126-18116. That would build on an already great day at Everbank Stadium if you have that winning number today. So there you have it. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of dough. It certainly is. And the uh, Jaguars get it done today against the Tennessee Titans, 34-14. Next week, it's down to Houston where the Texans got a win today over the Arizona Cardinals. Houston now 6-4. and four. Of course, they uh, knocked off the Jaguars back in week three. The Jags were just bad in all three phases in that game. Uh, and now Houston with rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud are starting to win some football games today. 336 passing yards, two touchdowns. He did throw three interceptions today, 27 of 37 passing for Stroud. Singletary ran for over 100 yards, a Devin Singletary, and a touchdown today. Uh, Tank Dell had 149 receiving yards and a touchdown. And the linebacker, Blake Cashman, for the Houston Texans today had 19 total tackles and a sack in the game. So, uh, Houston confident right now. Mike. Yeah, Cashman's having a good year. He really is. And, you know, uh, Denzel Perryman suspended this week and next week. It was originally three games, but got reduced. Of course, he didn't play in the first game against the Jags. So, you know, they're, they're kind of used to going without him. But, I mean, this is it right here. You, you win this game, you get the two games of separation in the division, and you'll have the tiebreaker, even though you split the head-to-head, at least for now, because Houston lost one of their games to Indianapolis earlier, and then all the Jags would have to do, basically, to maintain that tiebreaker is beat Tennessee in the finale of the season if it came to that. So, uh, I mean, obviously a massive game, the most important game the Jags have left on the schedule. Yeah, Mike, it will be so. Uh, I think what Houston has done, they're uh, finding their identity. They, they're set at quarterback. CJ is playing uh, – he's playing lights out. Probably the best performance I've ever – witnessed by a rookie quarterback I mean he's playing that well I mean some analysts already have included him in the MVP race but I think more importantly they're they're able to run the ball Singletary is starting to come on he has back-to-back hundred uh, yard rushing games so you couple that with the way uh, uh, CJ is throwing the uh, the ball Dell how he's doing out there re- receiving uh, going back that Buccaneers game they had three receivers over 100 yards in one game. So he's just they're just airing it out, plus they can run it, and they're doing really well on the defensive side. Uh, so, yeah, it should be a really good game. Yeah, that included Noah Brown, who did not play today, but has emerged as a, a deep threat for them. So uh, if they're full strength, it's going to be a good one. Think about the uh, path ahead for the Jaguars. Yes, the Texans this week down in Houston, and there's only one division game left for the Jags after that, and that's in Week 18 in Nashville against Tennessee. The dynamics of Week 13 against Cincinnati on Monday Night Football have certainly changed with a quarterback out for the season. And Cleveland, up in Cleveland the next week with their quarterback done. So the next three weeks, critical. And then the Ravens coming here on Sunday Night Football. They're playing some of the best uh, football in the AFC right now. But this stretch here, the next month or so, this can really propel the Jaguars forward. And the dynamics of those Cincinnati and Cleveland games are so different now, Fred. Yeah, me and Mike, we were whispering about it uh, off break. Um, the Texans' uh, remaining schedule is much, much lighter than what the Jags have. So this that makes this game even more important that the Jags, I think, have to get really go in there and, and try and win this one because after that, the Texans, uh, their schedule is super light. I think they played the Titans twice. I think the uh, Colts are in there, and um, uh, maybe another, I like to call them cupcake. Uh, so, yeah, this game is highly important. 
uh, because Jags still have the Ravens, That's which right. are playing great. The Browns have tough defense. They were able to pull one out today versus the Steelers. They're 7-3. and three. Uh, but again, it all comes down to taking care of what they can control, and that's themselves, playing with a sense of urgency, uh, keeping things basic, as Doug mentioned, uh, taking care of the fundamentals, and playing fast, playing smart, playing hard. They should win. You know what you can control this week, Fred? How much turkey and dressing mm. you eat on Thursday? <clears throat> I am not going there. No? No, sir. Really? Right. <clears throat> nope. Uh, even on the holiday? Nope. I'm a, I'm a, I am a, uh, I won't say a vegan during the holidays, but uh, I don't eat uh, meat during the holidays. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's strange. I don't know. What do you eat? I'll Everything eat else? Collard greens and some <laughs> uh-huh. um, little bit of mac and cheese, just a little bit. Try to stay light on the carbs, but more so like just a lot of veggies. That's mm-hmm. why you're in such great shape, Fred. No, nah, nah, that's not true. Uh, do we have a, a Spinks uh, a, a sponsor here on the program? Because <laughs> I, I got the male version of Spinks under here. A Spanx. 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 Right. Spanx. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking Leon about? Leon Spinks? No, what Spanx. are we talking about here? Spanx. Yeah, the Spinks. Yeah. Or we, maybe even Skims. We don't yet. We might now. <laughs> Me and you both, bro, by the we way. Need, anybody yeah, knows we need all Kim the Kardashian. Above. We can get the Skims. We need some of that. Yeah. Yeah, need a lot of but those. I will eat the dark meat. This uh, I will eat know, I, whatever Fred leaves for me. <laughs> I'll take it. Do you prefer uh, fried turkey or baked? Uh don't care really. Yeah. yeah, as long as I'm not cooking it. Yeah. What about you, JP? Um, Rotisserie, fried, baked. Um, I, I don't really discriminate. I will uh, eat all of it. Um, you know, fried turkey is fantastic. It is though. good. Yeah. You know, you that. know what's good too. I only had saw one person do this once. Uh, cook the turkey upside down in the oven. So all the juice in, stays in the oh, breast. Kind of like a brisket type and situation. I'm telling you, wow. it was unbelievable. It was like, wow, why have I never heard of this before? Yeah. Only Those, person I've uh, ever known to do it. The Cajun, the Cornish hen, you know, like you inject it with like the uh, Cajun marinade mm-hmm. and just kind of let it uh, uh, marinate for a day or so. Mm-hmm. And then you, you dump that then in the fryer. Then you stuff that in the turkey. No, no, no. no. What are okay. you doing, Mike? Double do. protein? You are going crazy. Turducken, man. The, uh, the chicken inside the duck inside the deboned turkey. They're all deboned. And it all melts together. You and you get a little, it all. Yeah. You ever watch John the, Madden tell you about this? Nah. Your nah. Hand? nah. Yeah. Does the taste, does it conflict? Like, is it? Oh, it melts together. I've never really had a turducken. I have. Have you? A turducken. Turducken. Turkey, duck, chicken. <laughs> You cut no, it down the middle, and then you slice it. You get a little bit, a little bit of each. You throw that Cornish game in there. That, now, Take that it to would the next be level. The quadfecta, Lagerman would call it. <laughs> what if you put a pig in it? Why not? What, you know what? Turducky pork. What would you call it? porky. Turducky porky. I don't know. All I know is you're not eating any of it, Fred. So no, nah, I'm not more eating any of it. No, sir. More and us. I'll have some dessert. Like some red velvet or something. Happy early Thanksgiving to you yeah, and the man. family, Fred. Appreciate Likewise. It. Same to you guys. Great Thank to you. see you. Fred Taylor, proud of the Jaguars running back. <laughs> Turd duck. No, Turd duck in. Turd, Turd duck, duck in. in. No, sir. I'm going to send you John Madden videos All right. on YouTube. Uh, that'll do it for our network coverage today on our flagship station, 1010XL in Jacksonville. Stick around. The scoreboard show is next featuring uh, Bucky Brooks and your calls. After a Jaguars win, thanks to our entire crew and thanks to you for listening. The Jaguars get it done today over the Tennessee Titans, 34-14. The Jags now 7-3, and this is Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network.